Future friends, it's about to get real and it's about to get raw. All of these episodes of this Teacher Life podcast do that. But this one, I'm not holding anything back. Because the title of this podcast episode is Three Teacher Secrets that people aren't really talking about, but we should be talking about it. And I'm going to give you a bonus secret right here in this intro. Today, I came home from school and actively made the decision to take a sick day this week. That's where I'm at. I'm not leaving the profession. I'm not saying, this is nuts. I can't handle this anymore. But if I'm being honest with you, I have hit a point where my mental capacity, my physical capacity, my body, my heart, my head needs a sick day. Am I going to the doctor? I am not. Am I, do I have an appointment? I do not. But do I know that I need the sick day? Yes. So is that a teacher secret that I don't think people talk about enough? I, I think so. So I taught today. I taught yesterday. I came home from school today and said, you know what? I'm taking, a, I'm taking a day this week. And I'm not going to do it on a Friday because I know subs are hard to find on a Friday. But I am going to actively prepare some bomb sub plans. And I'm going to be gone one day this week. And that's a teacher secret. But there are three really big teacher secrets that I want to dive into in this episode. Things that, that aren't getting talked about that I think we really need to shine a light on. So... Welcome to the This Teacher Life podcast. Let's get into the episode. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. If you are listening to this episode right when it gets released, some of you are feeling the same way and you are like, I need a day. And luckily, just based off of the calendar, some of us are about to get that because of Election Day, which many schools have the day off. Veterans Day, which many schools have the day or the day before or the day after off. So if you're listening to this live, you're like, yes, those built-in days couldn't come at a better time. I'm not recording this 
during that week. I'm actually recording this in October. And so those days are a little ways away for me. So just some insight, because some of you are like, girl, you're taking a day off when there's already two days built in. Yeah, uh, Tuesday, election day, is a day off school for us in November. And then Friday is a day off because of Veterans Day in November. But I'm recording this in October. And those days are still far away. And maybe you are listening during February. Maybe you're listening in March. Regardless of when you're listening, I think we need to focus on the why we need that time and those are actually connected to the three teacher secrets that I want to dive into these are things that really aren't getting talked about in the right context and they need to be talked about so we can continue to push and become better and love our jobs and serve our students so let's get into the very first secret secret number one education has changed Now, you might be thinking, seriously, Monica, that's the secret? You're like, of course it's changed. Everybody knows it's changed. Everything is different. It feels so hard. It feels so stressful. But but listen to me carefully, friends. The secret is education has changed, but not nearly as much as what it feels like sometimes. And I want to clarify what I mean by that. So if we look at some of the top stress points, the top pressure points, right now one for me and maybe for you too is like, whoa, kids are behind. And I don't know about you, but I can confidently say that a majority of my students are currently behind grade level in math. I know that because I can look at the data of where my students are at and I can look at where seventh graders and eighth graders are supposed to be. And yes, a majority of my students are behind grade level. But if we really take a step back, we've lived in a world for quite a long time where many of our students are behind grade level. But let's look at the opposite end of that. I can look at all of my classes and also know that there are students who are way above grade level. Maybe for you, they're supposed to be reading at a level E and they're reading at a level like P. Maybe for you, it's wow, they're performing in math or English at two to three grade levels above the national standard. And guess what? That's always how it's been. That we can look at a class and we've got kids who are behind. We've got kids who are ahead. But I don't want to like just talk about data because data don't mean shit unless we understand the heart and the head of a kid. So let's look at something like this. You know what hasn't changed at all? It is fall time. We are already a quarter through school and I still have students who are struggling with lockers. Education hasn't changed because God love them. I've still got some kids who are struggling with lockers. I've got kids who are walking into class wearing a full blue outfit. They're wearing a blue shirt with blue shorts, except they're trying to match, but they're not matched. And it's like, oh, that's too much matchy. You've got students in your classroom who are snotty. 
They are snotty kids. Not like rude snotty. They just literally have a lot of snot and congestion. And if we really do take a step back, education has changed, but not nearly as much. If you've been in the profession for more than one year, you know that kids are always going to have locker issues kids are always going to have on these outfits where you're like oh my goodness gracious we're always going to have snotty kids we're always going to have students who are above and below grade level you know what else we're always going to have students who are making us laugh who are making us learn who are challenging us on lots of different levels has education changed yes but not nearly as much as what it feels like sometimes I want to justify our feelings feelings feel like facts put it on a mug feelings feel like facts but the reality of the situation is this we are focusing on all of the change when really we should be focusing on the things that haven't changed because those are things that we are professionally trained to target. So can we get students back on grade level? Yes. To the grade level that they need to be? I don't know, but we can sure as hell try. Can we laugh with students every single day when they are coming to us being like, hey, um, can I get a Kleenex? I just sneezed in my hands and there's snot all over my fingers. Yeah, laugh with a kid and give them a Kleenex. Those moments are not going anywhere. Those are consistent moments. Do I understand truly as even as I'm recording this, that as I commute home, I sometimes get wrapped up in the, oh my gosh, but the change is bigger than ever. That the change is harder than ever. That the gap is bigger. That the variety is bigger. I hear you. I get it. But this is a reminder to all of us. We went into this profession for a reason. And that reason likely hasn't changed. And the issues likely haven't changed that much either. So let's stop putting change under a microscope and look for what has been consistent. Because those consistencies are things that we have strategies for. The second teacher secret that I want to share with you is this. That at the end of the day, leaders, your principal, your curriculum director, your superintendent, guess what? They're leading with love. And I know it doesn't always feel like that. I think sometimes leaders and people in general are truly coming at it, everything from a place of compassion and people want to go, do a good job. Can we just agree that in general, people are for us. Parents, people, community, principals, leaders, they're for us. People are leading with love, but here's the second part to the secret. It just may look or sound different than what we are used to. I don't know about you, but... I'm teaching in a school right now that has a new principal. I was working with a school a few weeks ago that has a brand new principal, brand new assistant principal, brand new superintendent, brand new school secretary. 
Oh my goodness gracious. I've worked with a lot of different schools over the course of the year that has at least one new leader and at least a handful of new teachers. And so I think what happens when new people come in is new people bring in, bring in new perspectives. And as people, we don't generally like change. We kind of come at it as, oh, that's different. Ooh, that's not what we usually do. Ooh, that's not what I'm used to. Oh, that's really different than maybe tradition or that's different than the culture of our community generally likes or accepts. And so with new people brings new change. And so sometimes we're like, well, they're not leading with love. They aren't leading in a way that we need. They're not listening. Oftentimes we think they're not listening but I want us to remember that as a general rule of thumb, especially in education, people mean well, people want to help, people want to do a great job. It just might look and sound and feel a little different than what you're used to and maybe what you need. And that's okay. As teachers, we have to be flexible. We're not always going to agree with every decision and every policy and every practice. But at the end of the day, the teacher's secret is this. If we want our schools to be great, if we want our students to be great, guess who else has to lead with love? Us. We can't just hear a new practice or a new policy and say, screw that, I'm not doing that. Or that's crazy, I'm not doing that in my classroom. Because when we do that as adults, when we do that as educators, you know who sees that? Students. And then when we give them something or ask them to do something and they look at us and they're like, screw that, I'm not doing that. We don't really have a leg to stand on. So I genuinely believe as a teacher secret, number two, people are leading with love. And if it sounds or feels different than what you're used to or what you need, that's okay but we still have to lead with love even if it's not our same philosophy because we are truly on the same team principals superintendents curriculum directors parents students teachers custodians nurses paras everyone is on the same team we are leading the same school ship so let's not sink the ship one decision at a time. Teacher secret number three. This one, ah, save the best for last. You know what I'm saying? You are an awesome educator. You are doing a really good job. And I know people are like, oh, this is that sappy motivation stuff. Oh, yeah, another meme. Let's get another quote card. No, you're an awesome educator, even on days when it does not feel like it. There are going to be days when it does not feel like it. I want to just tell a, a, a transparent story here, okay? I'm not going to go into all of the details, but there was a moment recently when something happened that I thought that should never happen. And it's interesting because it's interconnected to number two. So here's what happened. There was a situation recently 
where two adults were involved and one adult was literally screaming at the other. This was happening within a school building. I kind of tend to operate on the premise that like adults should not yell at each other. Professionals should not yell at each other. I get that sometimes we get elevated, but I just, I guess I believe in the, in the mutual respect. And if you are getting to a point where you are yelling at another adult, you need to hit pause and kind of dismiss yourself. But here's the situation. There were two adults, two professionals involved. One was like screaming, like literally screaming at the other. And I'm going to be honest. I was the adult getting screamed at. This has happened maybe two or three times in my life. And I can remember every single one. And I remember thinking, I feel like a terrible teacher today. Because to make matters worse, there were students watching and listening as this was happening. Definitely one of my low points in my career Because again, I just, I'm not a voice raiser. I can stay very calm. I can stay very cool. I can stay very collected. Doesn't mean I'm not frustrated. Doesn't mean I agree with everything that's happening. But again, especially when kids are seeing and hearing this, I'm not going to raise my voice. And maybe you have seen this. Maybe, Maybe this has happened to you. Maybe you've been in a situation where there was a principal and you or a parent and you or maybe you're a coach and it was an umpire and you or maybe it was a fellow teacher was yelling at you again regardless of who the people are as adults it does not feel good when we are caught in just this frustration and anger and we are the one getting dished out the negativity but I found myself in this situation And I thought to myself, well, I feel like an absolutely terrible teacher. I feel like, wow, I just got degraded really bad. And as I was commuting home from school, I was thinking about these teacher secrets. Because when I got home, I was still really emotional about this. Like I cried. I cried at my desk. I cried on my commute home. I'm going to cry right now because like, like that just shouldn't happen. And so if you have ever been just torn apart by another adult, no, hear me when I say like that should not happen. But at the same time, I have to like listen to this advice and I want you to hear me when I say like, do I genuinely believe that the other adult means well? I do. I want to. I really do. Do I think that they were coming out of out at, at it from a place of love from their perspective? I do. Do I think that that love and that passion and beliefs and energy came off really poorly? I do. But at the heart of it, do I genuinely believe the other adult involved in, involved in this situation wants what's best for kids? I do. So even though I was the scapegoat, even though I was the one that got obliterated, even though 
when the conversation was done I looked at the students and their jaws were on the floor because they could not believe that that happened guess what I'm not gonna send a fiery email I'm not gonna like treat this person differently now nothing's gonna change because I am gonna lead from a place of love I'm going to believe that other adults are going to continue to lead from a place of love. And let's go back to teacher secret number three. I'm a good teacher. You are a good teacher. You are a good teacher even on days when it does not feel like it. And when that situation happened, it didn't feel like it. There is so much emotion in education right now. From parents, from principals, from teachers, from students, from school leaders, there is so much emotion. And oftentimes it does become displaced emotion. And that's why I think these three teacher secrets are important. Because education has changed. And you know what that's led to? A lot of emotion. And people are leading with love, but sometimes that comes out in a different emotional way. And you are a good teacher, which becomes really emotional because we want to do a good job. We love what we do and we are meant to be here. And because we hold that so close to our hearts, when something goes poorly, whether it's a conversation or a lesson or a connection or a, a unit plan, when something doesn't go well, we take it personally because this is such a personalized profession. So let me end with this. If any of those three secrets were a reminder that you needed right now, will you, will you do me a favor? Will you send me a message? Tell me which secret hit you hardest. Shoot me an email. Send me a message on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook. But like, I want to support you because I realized that like I got emotional in this episode because truly I was thinking back to that previous situation. From teacher to teacher, from educator to educator, know that these secrets matter. Know that we have to continue to believe in them and take them to heart. And know that I really, really believe that we are going to put all three of these into play. I want you to know that I'm cheering you on, that I've got your back. And I want to thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode. Click subscribe if you haven't already. And until the next episode drops next Sunday, hey, thanks for living this teacher life.